Today on The Breakdown, sometimes in poker, you play for a lot of money. Sometimes you play for pride. And sometimes you play for Premier League points and cash. And that's what's going to happen in this hand. It's a hand with two very famous players, including a world champion. That's right. It's Jonathan Duhamel and Daniel Jungleman Cates. And they are heads up in a Premier League match for money, for Premier League points, for prestige, for pride, for power, and for the right to watch Black Panther. It's a whole lot of stuff on the line. And Daniel Jungleman Cates, while he is notably nitty at times, he also, if given the chance, will bluff and will bluff big. And let me just say, he is going to take a shot right here, right now. He's going to do it on this breakdown. With Grant Dennison and John Levy. You're, you're telling me only one of these guys gets to watch Black Panther? Yeah, whoever wins. Loser, Loser has to watch. fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> they have to watch a, a movie they don't want to watch. Do they want to watch Black Panther? Or do they Are they being forced to watch Black Panther? No, no, no. They want to watch Black Panther. Okay. If you win, you, you, it's, it's a prize. And the loser has to watch what? You have to watch... Um, Jupiter Ascending? Something like that? Yeah, although that has, you know, gotten a lot of love in the has last it, two years. Yeah, as a cult, did you, did as you, a cult thing. Has it gotten a lot of love, or did you see one video about how it got a lot of love? It has gotten a lot of love. It is now a, like a cult who? thing. <laughs> Watch a million YouTube videos. Peter Travers of the Rolling Stone. <laughs> He's he get, dead. Is he? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> probably not. I mean, people die, but probably he's alive. Has it gotten enough love to the point that you actually are considering watching Jupiter Ascending? It was considered one of like the yeah. jokiest jokes right. of all time. When it I came actually out. tried to watch it when it first came out, like on Netflix or whatever, and could not get more than like 40 minutes in. But I've seen, I think, one video about like how it's kind of a wonderful, ridiculous thing. And a lot of people now talk it up to the point where I've at least thought about it. I've not actually taken any action and don't plan on it. Because then I think about how bad it was, and I'm like, I don't want to see that. Isn't Channing Tatum supposed to be like a sexy goat man? Dog man. He's a sexy dog man. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Eddie Redmayne is in it as the bad guy. Yeah. And if you guys know who Eddie Redmayne is, whoa, Eddie Redmayne. He he looks like Steve Buscemi's nephew. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, He's the Fantastic Beasts star, that guy. Right, Um, sure. He's apparently the only guy in the movie who thought it was like supposed to be super campy and so plays up his role like in crazy vamping ways while everyone else like takes it seriously from an acting point of view anyway. And apparently they never gave him direction to do it differently. He just was doing something really different than everyone else the whole time. So apparently that makes it pretty fun to watch. Like he's like Jeff Goldblum and Thor Ragnarok type of thing. I would, I would guess it's something like that. Thor Ragnarok though is always going for humor ahead of everything. And nobody could be Jeff Goldblum and Thor Ragnarok. That's like, I mean, that's amazing stuff. I mean, I would love to watch. I, that's, that character is still alive. And they, you know what? They need to do a Disney Plus show about that character. No, like, it's, I'm too, in. it's too one note. How can you possibly? I'm in. You can have him with another, put him with another side character too. And like do two. That's fine. It's like better call Saul. You got to add Mike Ehrman. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. You can add Valkyrie from, the, from that show if you want. Might you can put well. the Hulk in there. Who, who wants How about the Hulk? <laughs> Grandmaster and the Hulk. I'm totally down with the Grandmaster <laughs> and the Hulk odd couple series. Next time on The Breakdown. <laughs> So, yeah. Let's talk poker. Yeah. Jungle Man. You said he was tight. Are you sure he's tight or is it just that he looks angry? I think he makes a lot of tight folds. Ah. 
That's what I mean. Like when, when pressure is put on him, he folds a lot. When pressure isn't put on him, he bluffs a lot. He sort of, honestly, that's like the 2012 aggressive kid mindset, which he probably pioneered. I mean, was one of the yeah, pioneers. That's probably there. underselling his game. He's one of the best yeah, in the world. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Deep, deeply underselling it. But, you know, from a layman's point of view, Are sure. you mostly thinking about the Berkey hand where Berkey seemingly overvalues Ace Jack against his kings? No, no, no. I'm thinking about many, many other hands where okay. he's made really tight folds, including the heads-up match against Phil Homuth where they were doing King of the Hill and he folded trips on the river when Phil bet like one-tenth of the pot all in. Remember Doug Polk was... I think we even did this hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember this And hand. he, like, called the turn and then folded the river. And the only reason why you ever call the turn and don't just go all in when Phil had check-raised for almost his entire stack was to capture bluffs on the river. And instead, he folded the river for, like, nothing because the, the flush came in and it made no sense, you know? Remember even Doug Polk is like, wait, what? As soon as he yeah. folded it, he couldn't believe... He was, he was talking as if the match was already over because he was so sure Jungle right. was going to call. Yeah, okay, fair enough. You got some examples. Yeah. The Jungle Man. I actually don't have a problem at all with folding kings against Berkey unless you know Matt Berkey is going to do all the things that he does. Yes. I have no problem with that. Like, against a normal player, that's that's probably a fold, right? Yeah. A player doesn't have enough bluffs, I should say. That's a fold. Anyway. So it's the Premier League. Yes, it's the Premier League. This is from 2012. Sometime like that. Black Panther, man. That would, didn't that come out in like 2017? It definitely hadn't come out in 2012. That's for sure. Yeah. How could it have? Uh, maybe they made it in 2012 and didn't tell us to 2017. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of cool if that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan is actually 61 years old now. Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So back in the 2012 time of the world, Jonathan Duhamel was still playing a lot of televised poker. Haven't seen him for a little while now. No. But he had a lot of success after his main event win. Big time. Very good player. Jungle Man, obviously a very good player. So this is a Premier League. So basically, in order to calculate what's at stake, you have to have like a quantum computer because they make it very complicated. But effectively, they're playing for more chips at the final table. Both of these guys have already made the final table despite being heads up at this table. Right. And uh, $10,000 in cash. Yeah, maybe, maybe I should just explain a little bit more about what the Premier League okay. is. So it's $125,000 buy-in. So that's cool. 16 players buy in, and then they play um, four matches each of... They're, they're in two, there's two groups. It's sort of like, it's like soccer, right? Yeah. So there's eight players in each group. And those eight players play four matches. The top three finishers, and the way they do it is you get points from first down to eighth. Eighth is zero points. First is 16 points. Uh, and you also get $5,000 for every point. Hmm. Sorry, $2,000 for every point, I should say. Um, and $10,000 for every chip. Sorry, for every point. 10,000 chips for every point. God, this is complicated. It's a lot. Sorry. So the people... So anyway, the point is the top three finishers in each, on each side make the final table automatically. And then the people who finish fourth and fifth, I think, have uh, a match to determine the last few seats, the last two seats at okay. the final table. And also, as I was saying, you get more chips considering how well you finish. You get 10,000 chips for every point. And two thousand dollars for every point. Right. So these guys are playing for ten k in cash and fifty thousand fifty thousand chips. chips, which the expected value of is difficult to calculate. Um, yeah, but you know it's worth something. And to be clear, they've already won some cash in this. It isn't like ten. It's not a ten thousand dollar winner take all. They've already won twenty two thousand dollars each. They're just first place is thirty two thousand yeah. for this match. But right, it's ten thousand total. Yeah, and then of course a better chance at winning at the final table. Yeah, the fifty thousand chips, which actually does have value. When probably they worth up, more than the ten thousand dollars. I think it absolutely is. Yeah. First place in, ends up being four hundred fifty k. Second place is two hundred k, 
and um, like Duhamel, all, like 50,000 chips is more than 10% of what Duhamel stack, significantly more than Duhamel stack is going to be at the final table because I yeah. know what, how that all works out. Just so we're clear, like it's like 16% more chips or something. Like that's pretty good. Okay. So plan for something. Yeah. Um, it's complicated. It's it's a little too complicated. Which is probably why are. the Premier League never... Tr- I mean, it had many seasons, but never really caught on as being really popular, despite it being a pretty cool format. I mean, it, I guess it was popular in England because they kept doing it. It yeah. just wasn't popular with the... Re- like, it never caught on in the U.S., that's I for think, sure. I think the complexity is a huge it's, hurdle. It's uh, a little too much. Yeah, I mean, even us who are... We, are, we call ourselves the poker guys. It's like... That's the most in-depth I've ever actually looked into what happens in the Premier League, and it was through you looking it up. And, and honestly, I didn't even do a great job. I tripped over myself trying to explain it. And I think they changed the rules every year. I think they, like, tweaked it every year to try and make it better. But, you know, so... I, I, the heart's in the right place. You know, I can see us coming up with this concept. Yeah. You know, like... I think this would be really fun to play in, something yeah. like this. I wouldn't want to put up 125K, but, you know, like a tournament series like this, yeah. maybe with 15 other players, like, that's really cool. You know, uh, it makes me think of, and this is kind of the opposite because Premier League is basically like pros pro type of thing. But the opposite is a thing that happens locally here in Portland back pre-COVID at least and probably elsewhere. I'm sure it happens other like hometown casino games and stuff. That's really cool concept that I've never participated in because I'm not good at the other games. But like there's there's tournaments where you, you play golf and then you go fishing. Uh, and then like how you do in those things determines how many chips you have in a poker tournament that you all like put up money for. I think yeah. that's, that's really cool. Yeah, that's a that's a fun way to do stuff. I actually had a guy who was trying to get me to play in one of those where it was just golfing and poker, and and I'm like I'm a terrible golfer. He's like, yeah, but everyone else is terrible at poker. You can finish last, and you're still probably plus EV. It really depends on like the chip <laughs> differential. Yeah, like are you getting five thousand chips and somebody's getting fifty thousand, or yeah. are you getting ten thousand and somebody's getting fifteen thousand? Right. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Um, I never did it, but I remember a guy was really trying to talk me into it. Maybe he. Did, Maybe it was the five thousand, fifty thousand thing, and he's like, well, "Let's get some golf fish in here." I mean, maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe. You know? I, I mean, mean, I'm really bad. I would certainly finish last in any golf competition. Like, if it's I guarantee, if I was into golf at all, which I expect I will be in ten to fifteen years, Ugh, you're going to be so uninteresting. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, all the golf people out there. I mean, I'm not going to watch golf, but I think it like you're going to watch golf. It might That's be a fun happens. thing to play. If you play, you start to watch. That's what happens. Maybe. Haven't you ever kind of wondered what it would be like to be a golfer? Like, you know. Every every couple weekends, go play golf with your buddies. Kind of fun, right? I've never been a person who did that. I never thought about that. I've never wondered that. No, um, I mean it's. I guess it's a thing you could do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a thing you can get to be outside. Why, why don't you just go on safari though? Why don't you go, go um, on safari? <laughs> it's go, a little different barrier to entry. Why don't you go hunt animals in Africa, Grant? Instead of playing golf, you know what? With your friends. That's a good point. Yeah. Instead of going 10 minutes from my house and playing golf with my friends, I'll take a flight to Africa and kill animals with a giant gun. Yeah. And you know, here's something you're not factoring into the equation. Golf is kind of pricey. Right. The so safari is free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think there's poaching, poaching licenses. You need that probably aren't. You need right. to get a poaching license <laughs> to poach. Yes. Isn't poaching illegal? Not so. if you have a license. <laughs> <laughs> It's like saying I got a murder license. Yeah, basically. Like Although, Bond. yeah, license to kill, actually, which is not That's a real, real. thing. That's <laughs> not a real it's thing. It's totally real. I mean, there's government sanctioned murder, which uh, is, but you're not allowed to just kill anybody willy nilly. Have you ever heard of the little phrase diplomatic immunity? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure murder. If you're a chic 
Saudi prince. You can kill anyone you want. And that's that. <laughs> I mean, that's proven to be true in recent years. There's definitely a Sikh, a chic, excuse me, prince, Saudi prince out there somewhere who's listening to this podcast right now. It's just like contently nodding. He's like, oh yeah, <laughs> okay. these guys get it. <laughs> Jonathan Levy is a master of diplomatic immunity. <laughs> understands the legal ins and outs. I, I've seen TV. Yeah. <laughs> there are shows where they have that stuff. Yeah, you watch that show, Elementary. With Sherlock Holmes. It probably yeah. has some good info on diplomatic can you, can community. You name, can you name one of the actors? Lucy Liu. Very good. That's the only actor anyone can name. Yeah. Who's the other? Like the Who guy? knows? The guy who plays Sherlock? Who Just, cares? You know. Benedict Cumberbatch, I think. <laughs> yeah, might as well be. <laughs> All right. Well, see, we were trying to get into the poker. But yeah, we couldn't do we've it. been trying to get into the poker, but you guys won't let us. Yeah, you it's, stop us with your. Just like you just get us on these tangents with all of your questions. Yeah, you're like you guys are like, what do you guys think about diplomatic immunity? And then we have to answer, or else we're not doing our service. All right, okay, let's get to the hand. Yeah, so we've laid out the the scenario. Whatever you get it, they're playing for stakes. We're heads up, eight k, sixteen k. Okay, jungle man has a massive chip advantage and a ton of chips. He's got 2 million in front of him at 8K, 16K. He's going to limp the button with King Jack of Hearts. I guess this is an overall strategy. Um, uh, yeah, it must be. Yeah. I mean, how, how many chips does Duhamel have? 415. So, so he's got like 30 blinds. So yeah. he doesn't want to bet and get shoved on a lot, which he thinks around this stack size is maybe what's going to happen. So, maybe, he's, so he's just limping with everything. Maybe not commonly at this stack depth, but if Duhamel has this stack depth and Jungleman has 2 million, maybe it's more likely that Duhamel shoves, you know, play a high ver- higher variance mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Try to double up more frequently. Yeah. Type of thing. And it's so much to get shoved on. You just can't call with that that much easily. And right? King Jack of Hearts is maybe like the the first hand you can't call with. Like Ugh, maybe you can like call with. so annoying. Maybe you can call with King Queen, but not King Jack type I mean, of thing. you're going to sit there and you're going to think for a while about frequencies. You know, yeah. how, how much has he really been doing this? And if he's been doing it any kind of reasonable amount, maybe you just have to call when you've got this much of a chip lead too. You're like, it's good enough. Like, you know, Maybe. Maybe either way, he limps. Yeah, seems fine. Now we're not going to get shoved on almost ever. And he might have gotten shoved on. Duhamel, who yeah. has 415K, as I said, raises to 56K, so 50K more or 40K more with King Queen off. Okay. Which he may have very well shoved. Not sure. Um, yeah, unclear. No okay. problem with this raise, right? Just like, no. It's a pretty good hand, and I guess I'm calling it off if I get three bet shoved on. Well, you're definitely, we're looking to gamble here. Yeah. Jungle Man can't fold a hand this good despite the stack to pot ratio not going to be amazing post flop. Um, but that's okay with this kind of a hand. Yeah. Like you, you hit top pair, you're just never folding. Right. All right. He's not folding. Yeah. He calls. I mean, it seems like the only reasonable thing on this with this stack depth, right? Like it's, it's weird to put in the four bet. It's like a little too much. You could do it, but feel a little dumb doing it when you yeah. get snapped every time. You, like I, I assume Duhamel is calling, like we said. Yeah. And if he's got King 10, he's probably folding. So right. like... It's kind of terrible. Yep. We could fold out ace five sometimes, maybe. You get position, you're suited. Yeah, it's good. exactly. Let's play poker. We're, we're jungle man. We think we can outplay this guy. We think we can outplay everybody. We definitely do. I mean, we, we might be, at this point, the best heads-up player in the world. People at least are talking about us that way back in 2012, whether we are or yeah. not. He was the it guy for a little while there. Yeah. Is he still an it guy, sort of? <sighs> he might sort of be. I think he plays in all these kinds of games. Yeah. But... He's not as it as he used to be, you know? He's like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it, like <laughs> Scooby-Doo used to be able to just pull and tail left and right. <laughs> and these days, it's a bit, you know... He's still... I mean, he does okay, but it's not... It's not the same. It's not like... 
He's like, you're with me. He's not walking <laughs> into Times Square and just yeah. taking, taking whichever dog he wants. Exactly. Home. Like, he's, now he's got to he's put in a little effort. Yeah. And it, even gotta, so, it's not a guarantee. He's got to go on dogs only. and <laughs> <laughs> Dogs only. <laughs> like farmers only. You know? Oh, okay. I thought you were thinking like only fans. No, no. Like only for, dogs. How about only dogs? <laughs> <laughs> that's for that's for when nothing works out for Scooby Doo. Or maybe he just you know it's not enough. <laughs> you know, the only thing that really gets him going right. now is he needs he needs to you know he needs to see someone performing just for him who are far who he can't touch. You otherwise, know, otherwise he just can't get there. <laughs> Classic Scooby Doo. <laughs> I think this was in like season three is good. We do. They, they touch on some of this. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. Some of his fetish <laughs> stuff. <laughs> anyway, sticking to the poker. Always, as always, we're going to stick we, to the poker. We really said we were going to not fuck around as much and do more poker. And here we are really, really, you know, I mean, how can we not talk about that when it's just right there for the taking? <laughs> I mean, everyone, you guys have been waiting for us to talk about this Scooby Doo fetish thing for Lord only knows how many episodes, yeah. right? It's been, yeah. I mean, I've been holding it back. Right. You just don't <laughs> want to do it too early. It's like you don't want to kill the Night King with three episodes left. Exactly. I want to kill him. Well, they actually did kill him with three episodes left, didn't they? Yeah, which nobody liked. By the way, killing him was... What a disaster. That <laughs> okay, anyway. What a disaster. 112K in the pot. Okay. The flop is no good for anybody, as is to be expected when they share cards like this. Eight of hearts, ten of clubs, four of spades. King Jack of Hearts for Jungle Man in position. Duhamel is King Queen off. King of Clubs, Queen of Diamonds. So two back doors for Jungle Man. You know, that's that's all right. Yeah. And overs. Yeah. That's fine. Duhamel with a bit less of a flop with the King Queen off. We're definitely going to have to call a reasonable size bet here, which I assume the bet isn't going to be too big that often. It's going to be really small. Yeah. We're, we're like gonna have zero. To call. Well, uh... Duhamel checks. Okay. What do you think? 8-10-4 is a pretty coordinated board. I mean, Jungle Man does hit this board with a relatively high frequency. Do you think that's why the check? I mean, I think it's that Duhamel knows he's up against an opponent who is, if he just bets this board too much, it's just not going to work out. Like, like he's going to get played back at, he's going to get called all the time. And then he's going to be out of position against a very, very competent, beyond competent. So do you not consider this a range neutral board? Do you consider this a jungle man? I think this is a little more jungle than it is. A little Uh, more. Duhamel, Duhamel has all the over pairs in the sets. Okay. But, you know, he's got ace 10. He's probably got king 10. He's got ace eight. Sure. But he has a lot of things that aren't loving this board, right? Yeah. Ace five suited type hands. Yeah. I think this is more jungle than it is uh, to Hummel. Jungleman has more eight, nine suited mm-hmm. hands, hands like that. Ten, nine suited. I mean, and, and I think jungle is probably calling with this hand, even if there's an ace high board, if he's got the two back doors, he's probably calling. But he's definitely calling on this board, right? Like if there's a, if there was a, a reasonable bet. Well, unless Duhamel, if Duhamel that's like 75K, he might fold. I said reasonable, yeah. though. And Duhamel's rarely going to do that. Yeah. So you like checking as Duhamel? I guess. I mean, checking to I think, fold? I think against, yeah, we can't check call, can no. we? I think we have to check to fold. Um, it sucks, but I think like we're against a guy who like, we're basically playing a, a guy who's trying to play GTO perfect or near that, right? Yeah. And like, he's just going to be too, he's going to, he has too many calls for us to bluff and we don't have as many like double and triple barrels with I think our stack size where we're just going to want to shut down a lot and wait for better spots. If it goes check, check, there's a lot of turn cards that are good for us. Like we can bet aces, kings, queens, jacks, and nines very comfortably. Yeah. Right. Uh, and everything else is like, well, probably not. Ace 10, king 10. We have those hands. If we check. Oh, if we check. I thought. 
I'm so, saying on the turn. I'm ah. saying on the turn. There's we can bet all those cards on the turn. Ah, I see. I see. I thought you meant if hands. Goes, hands and do hummels range. Oh no 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 no. I'm saying like if we, it goes check check, there's a lot of yeah, good cards okay. for us on the turn that we can bet. Gotcha. Um, but I think like we're just up against a player who's not who's going to like defend the correct frequencies and stuff like that. So this kind of board just it doesn't work with us, and we don't have to put in a lot more chips here. We can preserve our stack, and like I, th- I think we're check folding. I really do. I think probably. How about this though? Jungle Man checks back. I think this is a bit more interesting. Yeah. Because the door's wide open. Like, I guess he's afraid that there's too many check raises, but the stack to pot ratio isn't perfectly ripe for a check shove. It'd be a really big check shove. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect that to be coming that often. So is it, what do you think? Is it possible that Jungle Man thinks he's got like a little too much equity? Like there's a little too much good stuff that can it's happen on the turn? It's not good. I mean, he has to have backdoor things happen for, for any yeah. flush or straight. It's just yeah. two overs and, and like reasonable back backdoors. Doors. It's not that good. He's got multiple right. ways to the straight backdoor at least, but which is better than the King Queen. But Also, if he bets, like he, he doesn't get raised that often, right? I mean, he gets raised some of the time, but he definitely doesn't. Like we're not getting check shoved on or check raised. I mean, any check raise we basically have to fold to, right? Because this is the depth, yeah, which sucks. But we can bet small and sometimes win, and then bluff a lot of turn cards I or like, bet a lot of turn. I cards. like betting a lot better than checking. Me too. Like, this I is our board. Duhamel has a lot of hands that are kind of giving up. Maybe. Maybe Jungleman fears Duhamel having too many ace highs, like ace seven minuses that are just going to check call, and he doesn't want to deal with that. Yeah, we can do that. We can bet that, though, and then potentially bet. We can bet any improving turn card yeah. at all, which is a fair amount of the deck, right? Right. Or any, honestly, any board pair you can bet on the turn pretty comfortably and rep that. I guess if you think Duhamel's just calling most of his range here, I can understand why we check back this hand, though, right? Yeah. And like you would think he's calling his ace highs... Most of the time anyway, right? Mostly. Maybe if he has like ace five with no backdoor yeah. flush draw, maybe then he check folds. Maybe. Because just like, oh, he's already pretty short. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's almost a similar spot, maybe the way Duhamel is feeling when he checks, which is like, I'm just not going to get enough folds. Like, I can try, but like, why? Yeah. Why? And maybe, maybe it's very similar. Also, maybe Kate's is like, I have a lot of chips. This is still a small pot. Like, yeah, these are all the practical reasons, yes. but from a range perspective, like we could easily have four, five suited, seven, eight suited, eight, nine suited, nine, ten suited, jack, ten suited, a bunch of different tens and eights. No doubt. That we could bet and we would be expected to, right? Yep. Also, we have draws that we could bet for sure here as well to, to balance that. Like, so like, and we can just bet. We, we have the big chip lead, right? Yeah. This is like where you, I, I always just want to default to like, let's take more swings. Like we have all these chips. Let's put them to work, you know? Yeah, I think I like betting better than checking for, for Jungleman here. I think I do too. Now, he knows Duhamel a lot better than we do. He plays with them a lot. And maybe he just knows that Duhamel has very few folds. And so it's like, I don't improve enough on the turn, enough of the time on the turn that it's worth betting here because I'm going to have to bet against so much. And I'm not going to bet against so much, you know, to well, win. That's the only reason. Maybe what happened is um, during the break, Duhamel brought some poutine from Quebec mm-hmm. and gave it to Jungleman, and now he's all full and can't think straight. He's like, use the poutine move. That cheese is getting in his head. Yeah. That gravy. It's all, it's all, it's not really cheese and poutine. Is it? It's really, I think gravy. there's cheese and gravy. I don't know. It's mostly gravy. It's gravy and French fries, right? And other stuff. It's poutine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a mess of stuff. I tried getting into poutine once. You I tried, tried to become a poutine guy. I did. I, I actually put a little effort into it. I went to the number one poutine place in Portland, which yeah. is actually a thing. Really? Of course. Yeah. I've never course. heard of it. I think it's called potato champion. Oh, they just do fries, I thought. No, no, no. They, they also do, do poutine. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a whole thing. 
But you know, it's like it's not that good. It's too it's too wet. It's like thick and wet and weird. And also, French fries are so good by themselves. Why am I drowning them in some other flavor? Exactly. And this is what's going through Jungle Man's head. <laughs> he was like, when Duhamel offered him the gigantic plate of poutine at break, yeah. he was like, I don't want to be culturally insensitive and say no. Right. And Duhamel was like, you know. In French Canada, we eat the whole plate. And <laughs> yeah, Jungle so Man's like, I guess I have to. You will, uh, you will uh, offend the entire province yes. of French Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, Jungle Man being the diplomat that yeah. he is with diplomatic immunity, decided he had to eat the whole plate. That would be the reason not to do it. Right. But he wanted community. to maintain diplomatic immunity. It's not like, it's not like tenure. Like, do you not know? understand how these things work? Apparently you don't. <laughs> Anyway, he ate the whole thing, and okay. now, he, now he's checking the flop. Okay, fine. Because of the, the poutine. <laughs> right. Fine. Also because of the poutine, nitrogen sports. Mm. Poker. Gravy. They do have gravy, and by that I mean fast withdrawals. Yeah, that's what you mean. That's the same thing. It's basically the same thing. So Brand. get that gravy and oh. nitrogen sports. Hey, I think we found a new slogan for nitrogen sports. Get that gravy. Go yeah. get your gravy, son. <laughs> <laughs> Use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up for exclusive Poker Guys stuff, which includes our monthly tournament. It is always an awesome deal. There's always an overlay. Nitrogen nitrogen has given out so much damn money over the years in this tournament that they keep doing. It's just free money for you. As far as an expected value calculation, it's hard to find a poker spot where you don't automatically know for sure that you have a massive skill edge that you don't have a huge ev in this spot no matter who you are you have a huge ev it's awesome it's mm. great what else they got john well they have freaking casino games you they have you don't have to say it so aggressively freaking sports betting okay um you already mentioned the bitcoin only nature of the site which gets your money in fast and your money out fast 90 minutes which is amazing <laughs> all right kermit <laughs> um you know and they've got an attitude of gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> Get that gravy. Yeah. That nitrogen sports. Yeah. Natural male enhancement. Oh, wait, that was a different one. That's coming soon. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, get on Nitrogen. Get you some poker. Use the link. Make sure you don't forget to use Please, the link. Please, if you're going to do it, use the link. Fools. Or whatever. Yeah, who cares? But No, we care a little. Actually, it matters. It's actually better for us. Yeah, do it. Okay. It's also better for you. That's why you should. Actually, yeah. It's better for you. It's better for us. Everybody wins except Nitrogen. Yeah. Which is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> they want to lose. Yeah. Masochists. All right. 8-10-4. One heart on the flop, which is the only notable suit because Jungle Man has King Jack of Hearts. Right. Uh, they've both checked. Duhamel has King Queen off. The turn pairs the eight. It's the eight of diamonds. We've not got, now got a full rainbow. So exciting. Okay. Sad. The, just remember the double rainbow guy died. Made me sad. It's unfortunate. I didn't know that happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Anyway, eight of diamonds. Duhamel checks again. Now we're talking about... What a boss. Some passive territory here. Yeah. Do you think you should just take a shot repping like ace-queen? Just be like, I want to protect my equity. Here's 35K with my ace-queen. The only reason not to do it is if you think you can get played back at a lot. Yeah. Right? I mean, you could call, but with king-queen, you can't really call as easily. But like, what is jungle man repping if he raises? It's a very strange he's, line. He's repping middle pair. Yeah, which he checked back on the flop. Yeah, which, which, he, which he might do. I guess. That's I mean, gonna, that's going to be a big point in this hand. We're going to have to talk about that. Either of these guys could have bet middle pair on the flop is the truth, right? Yes. But they both could have checked it on the flop, too. So here we are now. The middle pair is trips. And yeah, that's it. That's all I got. I'm so done. you like the check by Duhamel then? I don't know what to think of it, actually. Like, I think I would bet. But I guess the concern continues to be, well, 
is isn't jungle betting his worst hands here like all like a lot of the hands are going to auto fold wouldn't they have bet the a lot of them would have bet the flop is the concern i guess so like the more showdownable hands are checking back like the ace highs yeah not that he has that many ace highs but some ace highs I maybe guess. he has a holistic limping strategy at this point and he has all the ace highs maybe he has bottom pair a lot I would really um, expect bottom and middle pair and top pair to bet the flop yeah. with a pretty high frequency. I, I agree. I, I want to bet this as Duhamel when the board pairs. I feel like that's a pretty good card for our range. Yeah. The problem is, of course, we're not repping a very strong hand, right? I guess we can have ace eight once in a while. Maybe we can have nines every once in a while or a hand like that. Sevens. Maybe. Maybe. But like, if we don't have an eight, we can get blown off this hand, right? Which is the unless like, we don't let ourselves get blown off it with king queen, which seems like a bad choice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in this case, I guess it doesn't matter. But if we had like, if we had two nines and we bet, we could get blown off the hand with two nines pretty easily. Yeah. I so think. you you would want to just be in check mitigate mode. If I had nines, I probably would check again. Would you check again? or Would you bet? I don't know. I think I would check again and let him give Jungleman a chance to. Bluff. I think I would check again. I think I'd be less apt to have checked the flop. Yeah, I agree with that. I would have bet for sure on yeah. the flop. We have a yeah. Like, we're one over card, like, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a tricky spot. I mean, it's kind of like the give up on the flop and then the board dynamic not changing at all in the turn makes it very difficult to change course once you've given up already. We could decide that. We, I mean, we, we have the best hands some of the time, right? Because what's the plan? Like, we, we're going to check call our way home? Like, that sounds crazy. Yeah. And, and almost impossible to do. So I like betting and just being like, go away. Like, give me this one. You yeah, how about a small bet? One. I think I think in practice, the thing that works the best here is like a 40K bet yeah. to the 112. Like, if, if we get raised, fine. We fold. We move on. Yeah. We get bluffed sometimes. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let's let's win this pot. Well, he doesn't decide. Do he checks? Okay. Jungle Man, what do you want to do? I mean, don't we have to bet? It feels like we do, but what are we repping? We're now... I mean, we're, we have to be repping bottom or middle pair. Like, so we we're repping trips mostly? We could bet bottom pair here also if we checked it back. And then the board pairs and he checks again. Like, of course we bet bottom pair this time. Not of course, but like we're going to bet bottom pair a fair amount. We can show up with bottom pair. I, I struggle to believe that we're checking either of those things on the flop very frequently at all. Well, let's remember that this is Jungle Man. He's trying to be balanced. He's yeah. trying to be weird and tricky and all that stuff. He's the best heads up player in the world potentially at this time. He's going to be a little harder to read right, with well, his lines. Tell me what you think about this. Though, okay. Because he does bet. Okay. You bet 70K into 112. Do you still think oh. you could have like four or five suited here on the four, eight, eight, ten board? Seems way less likely now. Yeah. It feels like he can definitely have an eight. Yeah. Could he ever have a, ch- a slow play ten? Maybe. I mean, if he can slow play an eight, he can slow play a ten. Yeah. They're basically the same thing They're on the They're pretty flop. similar. You're right. Very little to protect against. Or the same amount to protect yeah. against almost exactly, right? Yeah. Um, it feels like he's repping an eight mostly when he bets 70 into 112, right? Yeah. I guess he could be betting to just deny equity from like ace queen, though. If he has like four or five and he checked it back once, it's like, okay, I'm not going to let ace queen just get there. I just don't buy it. I, I mean, like, I just don't buy that he has that many checks with a pair yeah. when the aggressor gives yeah. him the wide open thing. And the aggressor often has two overs or, or hands that have right. you vulnerable if you have any sort of pair on this flop. And you're the big chip stack who can afford to like. And Duhamel made it 56K pre flop, which is pretty big, meaning this pot is valuable. Yeah. Like, I would expect maybe 90% of the time to bet any pair on the flop. Yeah. It's not crazy. So I just don't buy it. Do you agree? I think, I think if I stop trying to give Jungleman credit for being tricky and balanced and all these kinds of things, then yeah, I don't buy it either. 
Neither does Duhamel. Right. Who calls with King Queen High. I mean, it's pretty interesting. So this must be a function of believing that Jungle Man either would have raised Ace High's preflop a lot of the time mm-hmm. or would not bet them now if he checked them on the flop right. because he still has the same showdown value and, and, it, and expects to win at showdown more often. And to your point, must believe that any pair is betting the flop most yeah. of the time. Right. You put the, all that together. And it's like, wow, King Queen High is actually looking pretty good here. And you can hit a king or a queen in case Jungleman still played a 10 or has a four and is playing it strangely. Yeah, yeah a five, right? Four. A four. Yeah. Ten, eight, four. Yeah. Ten, eight, four. Ten, eight, four. Come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Ten, eight, four. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't think I would find myself calling here, but once you put everything in the hopper, if you make all of the same assumptions about Jungleman's range and what actions you expect him to take with that, then I guess it makes sense to call. Yeah, I think it does now that we're actually getting there and talking about it through, assuming that the assumptions are, you know, reasonable and uh, that you believe they're reasonable. Like, yeah. we're sort of like hoping that we're right. We're, yeah. But Duhamel plays with, with him all the time and knows everyone who plays with him and probably has a pretty good sense of some of this stuff. So he might really have a good sense that, like, it's so rare for him to have ace high here. It's so rare for him to have a pair on yeah. the flop. So that means I'm almost always ahead. This is essentially a pre-distribution world, although I don't know. These guys might have been thinking about yeah. distribution in 2012. It's impossible to know when the super top guys were starting to think about it. Um, but where do you think Dohamel fits in his distribution of bluff catchers here? Like, does he have a lot of ace highs also, or or how is this working for him? I mean, I think this is near the bottom of his, of his distribution that calls the yeah. turn, right? Like... He would have bluffed with a lot of, with almost any worse hand I, than yeah, this. I'm not, I'm not talking about once he's called, but before he calls, that he checks twice. Ah, still, it's pretty low on the on the scale here, right? Like, can he have Queen Jack and check twice? He's got a gut shot with Queen Jack. It feels like more likely to bet, yeah. and also less showdown value. It's a good point. Um, it, yeah, this might actually be the bottom. Like King, King Jack, King Jack might be the bottom, and then this because anything else, any kind of. Other, if you decide to take connected type hands and raise preflop, all of those have either gut shots or double gutters or open enders. And would have almost certainly bet on one of these two streets. Even yeah. if he's giving up on the flop, he's like, all right, well, I got, you know, six high here or something like that. Yeah. Like, let's go. But so you're this, right. But that's just, they're straight so draws this might anyway. be the second from the bottom hand that yeah. he would check twice. Yeah. Not, not just like of any value, but of all hands that would actually check twice. Unless he checked bottom pair on the flop. Maybe he checks it again on the turn sometimes. Well, that's a much better hand than this hand. This is a, that's a, a good point. <laughs> yeah. Really, really good point. Yeah. So I wonder then if Duhamel is thinking about this without distribution. Oh, maybe you can have king nine and play it like this. Maybe. But even so, it's, it's everything. It's still, king queen's still near the very bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I guess maybe he's not thinking about distribution at this point. It was not unreasonable know. that maybe nobody was, you know? So, who knows? Bill Chen probably was, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I would guess Bill Chen was. But he's just math, man. Maybe Mike McDonald was. And maybe these guys were, too. Damn Mike, it. Mike McDonald was thinking about getting his braces off. That's what he was thinking about. He can think about that and distribution. It's hard to think when you're getting your braces off, man. Have you ever had your braces off? Never had braces. So, what are you talking about? I heard from a braces survivor. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten my braces off. And how was it? It was excruciating. Were you doing any math in your no, head? No, I couldn't do I couldn't think of anything. Okay. Except the pain. The I, screaming. I assume pain it's a lot my, better than it was when No, it was fine when I got it off. It didn't hurt at all. Oh, okay. It's no big deal. Oh, I see. They just like unscrew stuff out of your mouth. It and it's not like 
It's not bad. Do you sometimes accidentally eat a little bit of metal? You taste the metal. You lick the metal. But the metal's been in your mouth for like two years. It doesn't matter. You're used to it. It's good. Yeah. It's not a big deal. And now I have straight teeth. It was all worth it, damn it. Of course it was, or else you wouldn't do it. I mean, my parents made me. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) All right. So do how is called? Okay. Queen Queen. That's, hey. We're in hero territory. Feels like we're in breakdown territory. Hero territory. All right. The pot is now 252K. Duhamel's got only 290 back. The board okay. reads eight of hearts, 10 of clubs, four of spades, eight of diamonds. So we're really hoping for, say, a king or a queen or a shutdown, right? I mean, yeah, those are the things we're hoping for. <laughs> okay. That feels like all, you put that all together, it's probably worth a call. The river is the seven of clubs. Okay. So flushes were not possible. A couple straights come in. Yeah. They feel very unlikely for either player because of the action so far. Because you would think like they would have bet the flop if they had straight yeah. draws where the seven makes a difference. Right. Yeah. A lot of the time. As Duhamel, no real point of making a move now, right? We weren't like check calling to try to bluff no. Jungle Man off of ace high or Absolutely something. Absolutely not. We don't think he has ace high almost ever. All right. So he's going to check. Yeah. Should Jungle Man go for it? And by go for it, I mean either bet really big or bet more of a small amount. Okay, I think Jungle Man should go for it, even though the story maybe doesn't add up super great. We've got all the chips. Duhamel doesn't have much. We can put him to a big test here. Right? It looks a lot like Duhamel is just ace high. Yeah, like, shouldn't we be able to fold that out with a big enough bet? I would think so. Yeah. Like, if we bet Tiny, maybe maybe Tiny works too. But, like, I don't want to price him in too much because maybe he's going to do the math. and be like, hey, why not? I love the poutine. Yeah. French Canadian, you know, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, he says that. I've, I've, I know the guy. He says things like that. He says that. it all the time. I mean, when I say I know him, what I mean is I've seen him on TV. <laughs> so I feel I know him. I know of him. Anyway, um, yeah, I want to make a big bet. I've got all the chips. This is what the chip leader's supposed to do, right? We're talking about him doing that on the flop. Okay, he didn't do it on the flop, but he bet the turn, and now, like, yeah, let's follow through. Let's, we were kind of repping an eight on the turn anyway. Let's continue to rep the eight. I don't know. Whatever, man. I guess we could have had a straight draw that we checked back once in a while on the flop. We could have jack nine a little bit. Who the so hell much, knows? How much you want to bet? What? Total. Oh, oh! I thought you were saying how much do I want to bet that if we can have a straight draw? No. Like, how are we going to know that? How much do I want to bet? Okay, Duhamel has two ninety, right? Yeah, and there's two fifty two in the pot. I think we can bet a solid like one hundred and eighty k. That feels like a very significant portion of his stack. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how I can call ace high with that very often. Yeah, it feels like a nice combination of like risk reward there. Like, is that much different than betting two hundred and fifty k? I don't know that it is. Probably not. It also looks a little less desperate, mm-hmm. which I kind of like. Looks a little bit more like, no, like I probably have a good hand. I probably have a good enough hand. And if you uh, take out all of ex- all the excuses about balance, betting pot or all in or bigger, it does look desperate. And it's like you're really trying to get called by ace high by shoving with an eight. Like that feels like a yeah. strange story. Yeah. Are we, are we doing this with a 10 or any other one pair hand? Probably not if we're going all in. It just feels like it's too much. Which he does. He goes all in. Of course he does. Yeah. And this is this feels like a mistake. It is a mistake, right? Like, first of all, I still I still just don't buy it. Like, you don't have an eight, buddy. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> come on, buddy. I of course he can have an eight, but I still just don't You think if you think he's betting his pairs on the flop, I mean this this story is now like he checked back Jack Nine on the flop. That's yeah. which is not it's basically as unlikely as him checking his pairs on the flop, right? right? And so what are we even talking about then? Then what can he have? Right. Because if he doesn't have an eight, what does he have? Because he's not shoving a four. That's for sure. No way. I don't think he's shoving a 10, quite no, frankly. No, I don't think so either. Just because to get called by what? At right. least with an eight, you're like, maybe he's, maybe he has jacks and he played it weird. I yeah. don't know. You know, I can get called by anything. Who cares? You know? Yeah. Um, this feels really different. 
Yeah, I think the story is pretty bad. Yeah. And this could be a, a case, though, where Jungleman's like, who cares if the story's bad? What's he going to do? Is he going to call off his whole life with Ace High? This is probably going to work even with a bad story. Well, Duhamel doesn't even have Ace High. He has exactly. King High. So that sucks. But he's tanking. Because, I mean, Ace High and King High, probably the same thing here, right? It would suck, by the way, to be Duhamel call and have fucking Jungleman turn over Ace 3 off. and be like, I know. He's like, I, I just didn't have a good enough Ace High. I had yeah. to get you off the better Ace High. like, you wrap the table. That is, it's got to be at least a tiny concern. Now, we didn't get raised pre-flop, and sometimes we will against a hand like yeah. Ace 3, but not always. Like, Jungleman, pro- since he's, we saw what he did with King Jack, he probably has some, some Ace 3 in here, too. All right. So if we're considering making this call, okay, we have what, to are, what are the hands that we can put Jungleman on that might, like, not for any reason that they coordinate with the board or anything, but, like, that actually... He called preflop and are here that we're beating. Yeah. Like King Jack is one of them. King nine. King nine suited, I guess. He might just call. He probably does limp King, call nine King nine off. I think so. The weaker King highs, do you think he's limp calling those? He probably feels like he has to. Maybe suited, maybe not unsuited, though. Like I don't know, like King King five feels off suit. shitty. When Duhamel makes it 56K preflop. You're in position. You think you're the best heads-up player in the world. You might actually Maybe. be. I would guess he's calling. I would guess he's not throwing away a king. Well, that helps Duhamel's case if he's considering calling. Yeah. It's not clear, but Other I than think that, so. Like, if somehow Jungleman played hands really strangely, like with a seven in them, those now are beating us if for some reason those... Why is but, he going to shove yeah, a seven? He would never. You wouldn't expect he just it. Does, he's going to check back a seven and be like, I think I win, or he's going to bet tiny to try and get value out of ace high so and, and a, five, a it's four. It's basically just... King highs, queen highs, and jack highs that we're beating then. And the king, queen, and jack highs have to be pretty crappy hands for the most part. Like, because other than that, the board is too coordinated to allow for connectors to not be beating us or, mm. or play it this way at this point. Right. Yeah. The thing is, by, by Jungle Man going all in, it feels like he's just polarizing himself too much and taking away all these kinds of hands that we should be afraid of. And the 100 and what I say, 180K? Yeah. 180K. Probably does the same thing, actually. Like, still, it's probably like we, we probably don't have too much one pair hands, meaning, like, I guess it would technically be two pair because the eight's pair, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But, like, at least we could have a 10 if we bet 180K, right? Yeah. We could probably have, maybe we can have a seven. A seven could bet for value in theory. Maybe, maybe it's 180K is too much, too, to tell a reasonable story now that I'm thinking about it. Maybe it's 105K or something is the story, you know? And we bet, and now we can have a seven for sure if we bet 105. And maybe we can have a four even in bet that yeah. way. And now it's like, it, it sucks with ace high, right? But the all in, now we're down to jack nine and, and an eight, it feels like. Yeah. And like... Still, we should have better hands in our range that we can call with. Yeah. As do Hamel. Yeah. We block the king highs. That's also bad. Yep, and we block some of the queen highs. Yep. Also bad. Yep. We block queen five suited and stuff like, like it's that. It's so much better to have ace five. Yeah. Not just because it's a better hand, but we don't block any of those hands. Yeah. I think we have to fold, even though the story sucks, because yeah. of distribution. Also, ace five means we chop against pretty much any ace that, do, that uh, Jungleman can show up with if he somehow has an ace, which is kind of great, like yeah. where we lose with king high. Right. It's another reason to fold this hand. Yeah. And call with the ace fives of the world. I think that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. That sounds right. The thing is this. What the fuck is he supposed to have, though, really? Like, he isn't really supposed to have anything, like you were saying. Like, yeah, I, I am really concerned about the weak ace highs, deciding yeah. that they have to bluff the good ace highs. That, that's it, though, right? Yeah. It's that and somehow an eight. Yeah. Which and you have I to guess somehow credit, jack nine. You have to give him credit for a little tiny bit of that. A little bit of eight, a little bit of jack nine. I don't think there's really anything else that's value, though. That's all the value, and we're losing a little bit of the bluffs. So we need him to bluff 
like 100% of the time with the other hands, basically, yeah. to be able to call this. I don't know if he's doing that. I think the with, and the way we mitigate doing this too yeah. often is to just choose better hands to call with. Yeah, and like we want to unblock some of the bluffs. Like yeah, it's not saying. just the hand rank. The blocking thing is a real problem. Here. I, I agree. Having a king and a queen in our hands sucks for this. I think this is a fold. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Well, he calls. He calls. Now, maybe he's getting more information than what we're talking about because we're like, he's looking at Duhamel. Sorry, he's looking at Jungle, Jungle Man. Jungle Man does like a little smile and stuff like that. He does that. a whole thing. He's played with Jungle Man a lot. Yeah. So maybe, maybe he actually has some, some physical stuff. I don't know. He's a very good player, a very yeah. good live player. So it's not impossible, but he calls. He calls. He's right. He's right. By this one time. pip. It's awesome to be right it by one pip. It feels wrong, but he's right. Yeah. Doesn't matter though. In the end, Jungle Man does win the heads up match. I think it was a good try by Jungle Man to, to bet the river. I wish he'd bet less, but yeah. I think it was a good try. I wish he bet the flop also. But still, I like that he, he took a real strong shot at this, and that's pretty cool. It is. Congratulations to him. <laughs> yes. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them tongue-tied. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break. But I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make...